0: There, Buffalo Bills fans. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Bill Eve podcast here on the Buffalo Rumblings family of podcasts. My name is John Boccasino and I'm going to be flying solo this week on our podcast episode, which happens to coincide with the Super Bowl taking place on Sunday. And I'm not sure how many Bills fans feel, but I have very little interest uh, in the game other than I'm really pulling hard for the San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy to deny Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs another world championship. Especially after the way Buffalo season ended at the hands of the Chiefs uh, in Orchard Park in the AFC divisional round. So I'll be watching the game on Sunday reluctantly uh, having some good food and drink and really hoping that the Niners can pull this one off and deny Mahomes winning another Super Bowl championship. But This week on the Believe Podcast, I mentioned I'm going to be flying solo. Jamie is off uh, this week. We'll be back together next weekend. But this week on the Believe Podcast, I've got a topic that's really been grinding my gears. It's a quick hitting topic, and it's something that I really want to get off my chest. And I'm hoping you will indulge me as our loyal listeners here on the Believe Podcast. Let me set the stage for you for this week's episode. The NFL earlier this week held its annual honors awards leading up to the Super Bowl, and it was a star-studded gala in Las Vegas, although Josh Allen, one of the MVP finalists, did not attend the awards ceremony. I actually applaud Josh for going off and doing his thing with Barstool Sports instead of going to a awards ceremony that would end up seeing Josh uh, getting snubbed, if you will, uh, for league MVP Lamar Jackson brought home his second league MVP award while Josh came in a disappointing fifth place. I really don't care about the 50 voters who decide on these awards, because to me, it's clear if you're going to say Josh Allen was the fifth best, fifth most valuable player in the league this year, you clearly don't know football. I mean, Lamar had a nice season, but what Josh did, there's no way he should have only gotten one first place ballot uh, in the MVP voting out there. It was a landslide win for Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to focus the whole part of this podcast, though, on Josh Allen. I'm just setting the stage for you that this week's episode is going to focus on the NFL's honor awards and Bill's players who got snubbed. And while you could certainly say that Josh Allen did get snubbed, and I feel he did, the biggest Snub of the night, the biggest shocker of the year to me came down to the comeback player of the year category. As we all know, Buffalo Bills safety Damar Hamlin was up for this award, and as you all know very vividly, Damar Hamlin died not once but twice on the field against the Cincinnati Bengals, yet somehow. Hamlin lost out on this award to Joe Flacco, the Cleveland Browns quarterback. And before you go, wait, am I going to listen to a whole podcast episode where John rants and raves about an award? I hope you do, because normally I don't get worked up over a professional sports league handing out hardware at an award ceremony. But in the case of the NFL honors, which again, were handed out Thursday night in Las Vegas. I am miffed, I am pissed, and I am just furious at this debacle uh, the voters handed out. They horribly botched the Comeback Player of the Year award, and this week on the Bill Leaf podcast, I want to spend a couple of minutes talking about why DeMar Hamlin was absolutely snubbed by the NFL and its voters when it comes to the Comeback Player of the Year award. Now, I had uh, some fun engagements with uh, people on Twitter or X. I am at John Bacasino uh, I posted about this topic and got a lot of feedback, uh, some negative, some very negative, and some supportive. A lot of the trolls came out of the woodwork to try to chip away at my arguments. But what I wanna start off with this topic, laying the foundation, there is no clear cut definition of, for Comeback Player of the Year Award, meaning there's no criteria, there's no strict definitions of what deserves to be a Comeback Player of the Year Award. That means the 50 voters who decided this award, and that comes from the print, television, radio, and online digital reporters who cover the league across the country, they themselves had to determine what qualifies someone to be worthy for winning this honor the field consisted of Demar Hamlin, Joe Flacco, Baker Mayfield, the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who merely performed better on the field this year than he did in 2022, and a pair of quarterbacks who were injury prone in 2022 and came back and had very good seasons this past year, Matthew Stafford of the Los Angeles Rams and Tua Tagovailoa of the Miami Dolphins. That's the field there. Hamlin, Flacco, Stafford, Mayfield, and Tagovailoa. It should have been a no-brainer when it came to who won the Comeback Player of the Year. The whole country watched in horror as Damar Hamlin suffered a sudden cardiac arrest incident in the first quarter of the Buffalo Bills game on January 2nd, 2023 at the Cincinnati Bengals. Hamlin needed both CPR and a defibrillator to be resuscitated on the field. Thanks to the incredible, quick-thinking work of the Bills' training and medical staff and the stadium first responders, they saved Hamlin's life. Now, Hamlin did spend several days in a hospital in Cincinnati. Part of that stint, he was in a medically-induced coma. And once he was released from the hospital, Hamlin faced months of tedious and arduous rehabilitation never really knowing whether he'd be able to get back on the gridiron to resume his career. Now, in April, it made a lot of national headlines when Hamlin was fully cleared to return to football. He was a full participant in both Buffalo Bills training camp and the Buffalo Bills preseason and earned a spot on the 53-man roster. This year, Hamlin saw the field for 94 total snaps, most of them on special teams, I believe, Uh, The vast majority, I think 70 or 75 of those total snaps came on special teams, but he did see action as Buffalo's fifth, fourth, or even third safety, depending on the injuries to Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Hamlin would dress for seven games this year, including both of Buffalo's postseason contests. And let me start my argument again with this fact to reiterate. Just the fact that Hamlin played a single snap on the football field for the Buffalo Bills after dying not once but twice should have cemented his stature as the comeback player of the year award recipient. But sadly, in what should have been the easiest Decision facing the NFL Honors voters, they significantly got this one wrong. And in a stunning development on Thursday night, Flacco, who came back from nobody wanting to sign the journeyman quarterback, was honored by the league as its comeback player of the year. Now, no disrespect to Flacco. What he did, pulling himself up off of his couch in the middle of November and playing fairly well in leading the Browns to the playoffs was an impressive feat but let me ask you this question what exactly was joe flacco coming back from from being a washed up quarterback after three subpar seasons with the new york jets being at the point where no team wanted to sign him until the cleveland browns who were injury ravaged at the quarterback spot decided to take a flyer on joe flacco really We're going to honor Joe Flacco as our comeback player of the year. Flacco's story is nowhere near as impressive as the adversity that Hamlin overcame to get back on the field playing the sport he loves with the teammates who have become his second family. Can you imagine for a second the doubts and the worries that ran through Hamlin's mind the first time he lined up on defense? or ran down the field as part of Buffalo's special teams unit. He had to have been thinking, what will happen the first time someone hits me? How will my heart respond? How am I going to handle the pressure of being back on the same playing field where I died? Not once, but twice. All Hamlin needed to do this year to win this award was to step back on the playing field again, He died right before our eyes, but came back to life thanks to the incredible quick-thinking efforts of the Bills' training and medical staff. And yet here he is, after overcoming all this adversity, he's back on the field in spring doing the OTA work. He goes through the training camp, he goes through the preseason, and he plays seven games for the Buffalo Bills. This is not a performance award. It's about coming back, from adversity now you could again going along those lines hamlin did contribute very little this season on defense but that's because he was the fifth safety on a loaded depth chart who is hamlin going to take reps from you got micah hyde and jordan poyer the outstanding duo one two safeties on this roster The Bills brought in Taylor Rapp from the Los Angeles Rams in the offseason. Very valuable member of the defense. And Cam Lewis was a jack-of-all-trades Swiss Army knife who could play safety or corner. But what Hamlin contributed should not have mattered in the voting. Apparently, though, it did. And again, remember, this is an award with no true definition of what the criteria is to win it. His on-field productivity from Hamlin should not have factored into the voting, but again, sadly, it did, and he was denied by the 50 football voters. As you can tell, Hamlin's snub really bothers me, and I could tell that it bothered a lot of not only Bills fans, but football fans across the country. So I decided on Friday to take to Twitter to comment on this topic. And I'm telling you, boy, I did not think there would be so many people willing to stand tall on the, well, but DeMar Hamlin didn't play well, Hill, when it came to discussing the comeback player of the year topic. One of the arguments that was brought up many times links to a Wikipedia reference that says the criteria for the Comeback Player of the Year award. And again, remember, there is no clear-cut definition of what makes someone worthy of winning this award. But this wiki link says it's supposed to go to a player who, quote, overcomes adversity to return to remarkable performance in the form of not being in the NFL the previous year, a severe injury, or simply poor performance. Some posters clung to the fact that the award has to be about coming back to produce a remarkable performance. And yes, Hamlin only played 94 total snaps this year. But I don't know about you, but returning to play the game he loves after dying twice on the field seems like a pretty remarkable performance, one that's worthy of this honor. And that's before you factor in Hamlin's off-field efforts. According to the Centers for Disease Control more than 365,000 people suffer a cardiac arrest incident outside of a hospital each year in this country. 60 to 80% of those people die before they can receive the potentially life-saving treatment. Again, Hamlin is the exception versus the norm when it comes to surviving an incident like this, not at a hospital. His road to recovery inspired people around the world and hamlin's impact reached far beyond the playing field in true damar hamlin's spirit he has spent much of the past year visiting schools colleges and sports teams across the country advocating for cpr training through his chasing m's foundation he has donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to both first responders and increasing access to those automatic external defibrillators or AEDs across the country. He also helped introduce the Access to AEDs Act in March of 2023. And on Friday afternoon, what was the first thing that Hamlin did after finding out that he had lost the Comeback Player of the Year award? His organization, the Chasing Ems Foundation, announced they are donating $100,000 worth of AEDs to 47 high schools that have athletic programs in the state of Nevada. That's really impressive, and it's using your platform for good. That is what Hamlin has done from the moment he came back to the living and was able to. He has focused on making the world a better place, and he is a commendable and laudable human being for the outstanding efforts he has done to improve our society. Now, Hamlin's comeback journey is not complete. Rather, it's still happening right before our eyes. He is writing the next chapter of his life story more than a year after that on-field cardiac arrest incident. It's really exciting to see the good work that came out of this horrific incident. It's just a shame that Hamlin's comeback journey does not include winning comeback player of the year because, in my humble opinion, you'd be hard-pressed to find a more deserving recipient than Damar Hamlin. What do you think, Bills fans? Do you agree with my take or do you think that it should have been more based on the productivity on the field in determining the comeback player of the year. I want to hear from you with this podcast on social media. I am at John Boccasino. I thank you so much for indulging me again. This is a passionate topic of mine. I'm still pretty worked up. I thought DeMar deserved the award. I want to hear from you. So please get involved, share your thoughts on social media. We'll be back next weekend on the episode of the Bill Eve podcast, talking more Buffalo Bills football with you, Bills Mafia. Have a great sports weekend.